Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're in part two in our conversation. We hope you enjoy. It's really significant um, because that that's where everything stems from. I mean, if God... If God made us in his image, and this is, this is how God relates to the world, and this is in essence who God is, then there's a component of it being who we are. And without, and, and if is, if work is a part of that, if we don't engage in it, then there's a part of us that we're not, that we're not acknowledging and that we're not um, being empowered by or with. And I think that that's why work is important. Um, obviously work isn't all of life. I mean, there's example, I mean, there's even the term, right? Of workaholism. I mean, any good thing can be overdone, but I think it's, it's worth acknowledging that there is a component of creating and cultivating and stewarding and working that are hardwired into the very fabric of, of who we are as human beings and why we exist. And, um, and, 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 and basically how we are to interact um, with the world around us. So I think to maybe summarize this or kind of bring some clarity, you know, we image God in our work. I think that that's what we're trying. One of the things we're trying to say, secondly, we do this to make the world a better place. It's not because God needs us, but it's because God's inviting us into his creative activity because he know because it brings him joy and he knows it'll bring us joy. So to make the world a better place, thirdly, to steward in, in an effort to steward God's world. And a steward means to manage something that's not yours. So if we're stewarding the world, we're saying we're, we're, we're managing the world in such a way, recognizing it's not ours, it's God's. So it's an act of worship to God. And so work is a component of all those things that we image God in our work to make the world a better place, um, to steward God's world. I mean, is there anything else you want to add or take away to that? I think it's it's modeling. Like God modeled what it looked like to have a healthy relationship with work and how he created us. And then Jesus came and modeled what it meant to like the value of work for the first 30 years of his life. He worked when he studied. He worked with his adoptive father as a woodworker, a carpenter, someone who did something with his hands. So there's modeling for us again and again that work is not beneath us. It's not something to avoid, but it's something that connects us deeper to who we are as we like who we are, like who we can be and who we should be. But it also connects us to each other because some of the best memories that we have, if you sit back and just like think about like when, when did I have great memories. It was usually doing something shoulder to shoulder with someone. That's when I grew. That's when I learned something. Someone who was better at something than me showed me how to do something. And then I did it alongside them. And there was like this, there's something gratifying. And there's a reason that it's gratifying to do something physically demanding, like go to a job site, be there for eight hours. And when you leave, be able to turn around and look at it and like this job site's better because I was here because of the work I did today. And that's gratifying. And there's a reason behind it because that's how God created us. Yeah, that's good. I think another component to this that I want to bring up is just, again, we're not, if that, if all of that's true, then the inverse of that, it's like, we're not meant to just exist. Mm-hmm. 
this whole like nihilistic meaninglessness. Like we're not meant to just exist. There is meaning and purpose to life. And we will do well to acknowledge that. So we're not meant to just exist and consume and take. We're not meant to just exist, consume and take. Yeah. And it's not something to be exploited. Like that's the other thing. Like just because like we, we aren't to exploit it against other people and we aren't also supposed to like use work as a way to uh, give ourselves importance or like there's a big difference between finding purpose in your work and then finding your identity in a job. And that's something that like why Jesus his his like, I think that's why Jesus's work prior to when he started his ministry, because he came here to, to do his ministry work. Right. But the first 30 years of his life was was in preparation for it by being a carpenter in a small, tiny town, living with his parents and then going to synagogue and learning a lot, reading a lot. He like could he knew he could quote scripture back and forth with people. So like either of those things. There's like, there's dignity in those things. And it's not something to like demean or demean people who do those things. So we should like, uh, there's a huge thing why I think work is so important, why it's so beautiful within the Christian worldview is that we should show mutual respect and dignity to the person who is cleaning the floors, to the person who's installing the floors, to the person who walks around all the floors. Like there's dignity in all work. And that's a very Christian value. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, there's, it's all throughout the Bible and all throughout, I think just, I think a lot of it's self-evident, but um, Paul, Paul's attributed, the apostle Paul's attributed to writing this in second Thessalonians where he says, you know, essentially if you don't work, you don't eat. So there's a component of, there's a component of instead of being entitled and think I'm owed something, I'm contributing to the betterment of the world. I'm contributing to their being food, if you will. And as a result, I get to participate in the goods and the spoils. Um, there's a participatory um, act in, in relationship. We talk about being healthy relationally, re- healthy relationships. There's give and take. Um, mm-hmm. I'm constantly serving. Um, it's like, it's like, and I'm constantly being served towards um, that's how God relates in the Trinity with God, father, son, spirit, um, Mm -hmm. this sacrificial love and giving. And I think the same is true for work. Like we get to, we get to receive because we've, because we've also given Mm -hmm. and that reciprocity, that reciprocal nature, circular nature is a part is kind of a, is another melody line or rhythm that we see in, in the Bible. And that I believe is a part of a good Christian ethic. Um, but when we relate it to work, it's like, yeah, if you don't work, Paul's like, if you don't work, you don't eat. When he's writing it and who he's writing it to, it's not like if, when they were talking about work, when Paul was talking about work, like I, oh, I have over 75 or 80% of the people hearing that were farmers. So like they were directly connected physically to the food they ate. And if they didn't work, not only did their family not eat, but their na- their community didn't eat. Cause this, this was, that's the reci- reciprocity in a very personal way 
that when Paul is writing this, there was a lot of meaning behind it. So it's, it's hard sometimes in our modern context to see like the work that I do, if I don't do it, what's the point? And that's kind of that purposelessness that people feel They're like, why do I go to work? It's like, well, it's, it's big because we are interconnected and we're able to see that like, Hey, I, what I contribute is important and valuable to the community that I live in, to the family that I, that I'm a part of. Um, but it's not just me. It's also the other members of that community. They are, their work is valued. Their work is needed because it contributes to, to the community's health. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with part three in our conversation. We'll see you then.